if these beers could talk, TJ, what would they say to your family? They'd say thank you for giving me such a wonderful ride from the keg to the tap. Farmers, brewers, hunters, packers, badgers, cheeseheads, neighbors. No matter what name we go by, we are bound together by our roots. These are the people, the stories, and the statriotism from inside Wisconsin. Welcome to Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Episode seven of Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet, inside Wisconsin, all about the Perlick family today. TJ, Lori, family-owned business here, fifth generation. Why this business? What was it about that passion for what you do today back in 1917 that said, yeah, we're gonna dedicate our lives to getting beer and other cold beverages now from A to B? As many businesses go, what we started with is not where we ended up with. So we started in battery terminals back hmm. in 1917, making brass parts, yeah. hence the name, the R. Perlick uh, Brass Company. And we spent a number of years in that industry. We were able to attract somebody in the 20s to start developing beverage dispensing products. Kind of an odd time to be in that industry, uh, given American history and things that were yeah. going on in the country. I'll tell you what happened, uh, prohibition ended. And when prohibition ended, Perlick was ready to go and we were in the dispensing industry. Right when Prohibition ended, the Great Depression started, but everyone wanted to open a bar, so Perlick actually tripled in size during the Great Depression, and that's how we were able to go from dispensing, and then we opened up refrigeration in um, 1938. Yeah, you talk about things that happen over the course of history, nobody saw 2020 coming. Right. So that defeats the whole idea of celebration or despair. It was just closed. So in addition to making it through all those other historical challenges, we made it through what was the most devastating impact on the entire entertainment food service industry. These are so recognizable at Lambeau Field, at Pfizer Forum, at AmFam Field, stadiums here in Wisconsin and across the country, but now internationally. It's fantastic. That's something we take great pride in, but I'll tell you who's even more proud of it is the folks that make it. They get to say, I'm a part of that. I'm a part of something special. They work at a company that has a long heritage in Wisconsin that has a big impact in this country and in others. It's pretty special. I think too, it's the most fun part to tell people about it. Like, you're using the product, you're using our product. Every game you go to, almost every bar and restaurant you go to, you're using the Perlick product. This is the beer tapper, but what's crazy is, as we pan down the bar, all of these are Perlick tap systems. And now, in today's day and age, you can get wine on tap. You can get mixers on tap. Um, what? <laughs> Back in the day, everyone drank beer. Now people drink mixed drinks on a high car quantity and wine, and so we can serve that through a tap. It's more efficient for the bartenders, more efficient for the bar. This is where it all comes together now. Like Everything that we talked about from a family history standpoint and why your family had such a passion for this, we're standing in front of it. And Lori, I know that that is a, a big piece of your role, is making sure that what was done before you guys continues on after you guys. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, telling the history of the product is really exciting because how we go from beer to back bar to under bar to long draw beer is really exciting. And that's what's great about being a family company is the history, the roots, the generations before that came, the legacy that's living. Over a hundred years in business, a family business, right? Fifth generation, 
owner group, the whole thing is so historical, so deep rooted in Wisconsin. When you see it come together in a place like this, we're at the Pizza Man in Wauwatosa now, and literally surrounded by the product that is your last name. What does that mean to you? One really key piece of this is you don't go into the restaurant industry because of the hours, the lifestyle to make a lot of money, uh, or any of the reasons that a lot of people go to work. You go into the restaurant industry because you have a passion for it. And to be able to be a part of that industry is a really, truly special thing. Because there are very few things, very few industries where it's passion driven. It makes you so proud to be a part of their dreams. So we're an industry of dreamers and it's fantastic. You're in the bar business and you became a lawyer. Um, did you just feel like you needed to be a lawyer for the family or like what was, what was the story there? Well, I'm a classic oldest son. I did what my mom wanted me to do. My mm -hmm. mom wanted me to be a lawyer, so I thought that would be a great thing to do. I went to law school, practiced for about eight years, and it came to a point where I'd accomplished a lot of things in my career that I thought I would accomplish in that role, and what's next? What's the next chapter? We were talking about succession planning here at Perlick, and I felt that if I was gonna be a part of the ownership group of the next generation, I needed to understand the business, I needed to be a part of it, I needed to know more. That was just personally how I felt about it. We have a no nepotism policy in our family where you don't get a role that you're not qualified for. So you have to earn it. Hard work, dedication, commitment. And so I started customer service. And then we eventually had me in uh, international sales, which led to the role I'm in now, which is vice president of commercial and international sales. So Lori, Perlick is deep rooted in your family, clearly. Tell us about your role at Perlick and, and how long you've been there and, and what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. I started a long time ago. I I'm in the teaching profession, but I always came back during the summer and worked every year for a long time at Perlick and fell in love with it there. I know a lot of the retirees. I've seen a lot of 30, 40, 45 year employees come through the company. And there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes as a family member. You have to have a shared vision that you're going to stay open. So we came together and said, we're going to continue this on. And that's what we've been setting up um, as a family. Walking around in the manufacturing plant with you and Lori, it is so clear that you know everything about A to Z in making the product because as a consumer, I see that and I judge the P on that tap by how it comes out of this. And I had no clue what went into it like it does here in Milwaukee. You're not alone there, Trevor. Most people have no idea all the what we call the voodoo that's required to make <laughs> beer pour well because it's difficult and it's not for everybody. That's why there aren't a lot of people in the space because it's difficult to do. But it's something that we take pride in, that we've determined a way to get it done that's the best. And it's something that makes people happy, and it's something the people who do it and make it are very proud of. Okay, so this is a pet peeve of mine. When I sit in a restaurant or a bar, and I see them draw out of the tap, and they're doing this with the foam, and they're constantly letting it run down the glass, and running, it drives me bonkers. This is not going to happen here because Lori's going to pour oh, us a beer. Give and us a try. Before you do that, tell us the story about how your grandpa said this is the perfectly poured beer, right? Oh, we'd go out to dinner with grandpa and he'd say, beer is the preferred drink. And he'd always order his beer. And as the waitress would bring it, she'd bring it and it would have the, the foam on the top and he'd put it down and go, Boop, that's perfectly poured beer. He never went and showed me how to do it, oh. but she would make sure that when it was brought to him that it was it had the foam and that it was resting and settling and he'd let it sell there and then before he'd drink it. Are we ready? Three, two, one. Beer at an angle, or glass at an angle. All the way forward. Oh, I think I got foam. Up, turn, and then like that. Settle it down. 
Look at that. Wow. Are you serious? Perfect. Well, hey, thanks for having us uh, here at Perlick, learning about your family's history. Cheers. Cheers. All right, I'm out of talk with that sitting in front of me. Like, I, I literally. You're mesmerized yeah, you, by it, Trevor. All right, make us all look the same height sometimes, right? <laughs> I stand my I got Trevor's one of the few on. people that make me feel like a shrimp. I am so I stupidly tall. Yeah. It doesn't. There's no Planes. human benefit no. whatsoever. There, I said it perfect that time. Why couldn't I do that earlier? I want to go sideways. You do, but don't yeah. do it. See you guys. And there we go, the final episode of Inside Wisconsin's Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the last one of 2022. We will be back in 2023. A lot more cool, exciting, deep-rooted Wisconsin stories to share with you. Remember, if you enjoyed this, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you're listening to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. We appreciate that. To learn more about Perlick, visit their company website. It's Perlick. P-E-R-L-I-C-K.com. And of course, if you have a deeper root story that you want us to share, we're listening. You just got to fill out the form on the website, farmandfleet.com slash deeper roots. Talk to you later. Bye.